Welcome to the Journal Talk Podcast with Nathan Oren. Each episode, we bring you tips and tools for living with passion, clarity, and purpose. Nathan is a skilled workshop facilitator, business coach, public speaker, and co-author of the international best-selling book, The Soul of Success. Now, here's our host of Journal Talk, Nathan Oren. Welcome back to another episode of Journal Talk. I'm so glad to be here. My guest today is, I consider her a good, a dear friend. I met Joyce Chapman when, gosh, it was in 2014 when I was putting together the 30-day digital journaling challenge. And you can find out more about that if you'd like to spend 30 days trying to just exploring whether or not typing is as effective as handwriting or vice versa, which one's better, just taking a stab at at what's more effective for you, taking a 30-day challenge of using the keyboard instead of handwriting your journals. And there's prompts in there, and, and Joyce Chapman was one of the most dear people sending in prompts to be used in that 30-day challenge. Well, she and I connected and we would talk. I mean, we were we were having for a while there we were having weekly conversations. It seems like for months just trying to find out, just asking each other, how can we promote this idea of changing the world through having people realize their dreams in journal writing. And uh, Joyce and I have thought about lovely, wonderful, fun ideas, creating apps, creating cards, creating newsletters. Um, she's She is an 82-year-old woman who loves talking animals, flying carpets and castles in the sky. She's she's so fun to talk to. She was a school teacher and she'll she'll tell you a little more about her story and her history. She's such a fun person to listen to. I'm inspired every phone call that I have uh with Joyce. She is just a, a, a just a dear soul and continues, continues every day to find new adventures, new stories, new reasons to hope and dream big, not just small things like I hope I don't uh, trip and fall on my shoelaces today, but giant big dreams. She's been a coach. She's and still is. I'm just really pleased to know her. I'm really pleased to finally have her here on Journal Talk. Please enjoy this conversation. And don't forget the free giveaway. She is doing a free giveaway of Chapter 8 of her book, Journaling for Joy. Listen to the, the details in the podcast. You can get a free download of Chapter 8 of her book. And it's really well done. And she's uh, she's got a lot of she's packed in a lot of fun stories in that chapter uh, about living your dreams. She's written a number of books, including the first book that ever had the title with the word journaling in the title, Journaling for Joy, which is both a book and a workbook. She's created these things called notice cards, which are amazing ways of just looking at the world, noticing what's happening, noticing what's going on within, noticing what's going on on the outside, noticing, being observant in your own life. Uh, Very, very powerful. 
It's the Art of Observation cards, and you can find out all about this at her website. You'll hear more information, but most of all, I just am very pleased to have you meet Joyce Chapman. And I'm here now with Joyce Chapman. Joyce, hello. Welcome to Journal Talk. Hello to you, too. <laughs> it's great to have you here and uh, to be able to share some time talking about journal writing and coaching and living your dreams, all this good stuff. I've already given just a little bit of a background, but if you wouldn't mind going into some detail, well, well tell us a little bit about your first book, Live Your Dream. Well, the Live Your Dream came. It, it is a long story, Nathan. I'll start uh, <laughs> at the beginning, at the very beginning. And I'd like to start with that because it leads to, you know, why I even made a book into uh, Live Your Dream and then Journaling for Joy and Celebrate Your Dream and then the newly released Notice and Journal series. Yeah, um, I'm excited I to was, hear about all of those. Yeah, I, I'm excited to tell you. I was a teacher, and I became a director of a private school, and I really had some big fear of writing for the public, and it was just like, oh, my gosh. So I took a class that I thought was going to help me learn to write, and guess what it turned out to be? A class no. about keeping a journal. <laughs> it was that weekend, and it was a Friday and a Saturday and a Sunday, a whole weekend series, you know, that weekend mm -hmm. literally changed my life. And it led to not only feeling comfortable writing for others, but writing for myself and learning, learning from uh, all the inner wisdom that I had at that time and, and I continue to have daily. And it led me to writing the books and having workshops and leading, per, you know, people into learning more about themselves. And one of the things I say often, if we only had one thing to say, journal to know yourself. Mm -hmm. And as you, you know, journal to know yourself, then you do tap in. It just happens. You don't even have to think about it. It just happens to what you want to be when you grow up. <laughs> and that and that has no age category. Can, yeah, can, yeah. I love that it. you have worked with children of all ages. I'll say it that way. Uh, I have. Uh, little toddlers all the way on up to uh, full-grown adults and beyond. Tell us about some of your stories of that you have uh, been able to inspire young ones? Well, the, I just recently did a, a workshop well, this, this last summer with a teenage group, and I'll talk about that for a minute, and then I uh, did some younger groups during last year. And But the teenage group was just such, a, it was all girls, it was called the Sophia Camp, and it was just a beautiful experience. I went in to talk just about journaling and uh, I just started off as like if you've kept a journal wonderful if you haven't then I'm here to you know give you any kind of ideas that you would like to have but start off with a question which I often start off with adults as well where am I in my life right now which is a question mm. that many people ask but and after, the, oh, I think we wrote for about 20 minutes, the whole group of, of teenagers and myself, I always write with, if I'm leading a group, I always write as well. So it gives 
you know, my experience as well as their experience. And then we came together and I invited uh, if, if somebody would like to read their work out loud. That's how I phrase it. And mm-hmm. almost every single girl, I think there were 22 in the group, raised their hand that they wanted to read wow. their, their work out loud. It was just like, oh, good, it's working. <laughs> so I'm telling you that story because it's just so marvelous to know that everybody really does want to get to know themselves. Everybody really does want to take a look at, you know, their wishes, hopes, and dreams. And for teenagers to do that and then in a group and then share, it's very powerful because it becomes, and you know this, Nathan, but it becomes more real. Yes. It's out out of your head. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, activating knowledge of yourself or parts of yourself that need to be expressed or need to be acknowledged. Uh, It's like you're coming more fully alive. Absolutely. And it's just like, you know, oh, hey. And one of the, uh, seven of the girls, I think it was seven, but I think seven of the girls were from Italy. They were uh, here on um, a visit to the United States and stayed with one of the families. So it was, that was extra special too. And their, you know, their primary language was Italian. And one of the girls from Italy came up to me and she said, this was my favorite part of the whole, then I think it was almost a week of a program for them. So, so I felt pretty good about it. (laughs) And I thought, oh good, I can still work with teenagers (laughs) because I've worked mostly with adults in the last years, except my own family, which I can go back to in a second. But then uh, the previous to that, about uh, two months before that, uh, I did a year-in class with uh, nine-year-olds in oh uh, third grade. Third grade, and one of them, and, and I guess I'll tell you who invited me. I have a great grandson that was in that class, and they were to invite a parent to tell about their work. And both of his parents, my grandson is his dad, but both uh-huh. of his parents said, no, why did you ask your grandma? <laughs> so that was fun. So his name is Cody. And so Cody called me up and asked me if I'd, you know, come and, and give a presentation about what I did and, and why I did it. So I said yes. But it was just such a, a wonderful experience because some people might say, you're going to talk to nine-year-olds about journaling? And I went, oh, sure, no problem. But one of their how favorite- do you How do you, yeah, how do you talk about it? Because I have, I'll tell you, I have a nine-year-old, no, he's 12, but but still, even when he was nine, a, a nephew, he will not write for anything. Like if, uh-huh. if he has to write down more than three words, it's too much. It's yeah. He just does not reading and writing is not his subject. He's great in math and other mm-hmm. uh, other subjects, but you know it's just like wow. It's just a, it's just a huge effort. And you know I realize that every person is different and everybody goes through phases and. So, so it may just be, it might just be temporary or it might just not be his game. But how do you talk to nine-year-olds about writing well, and the reasons to write? I feel real confident working with children. I worked with children for 21 years as, as, a, as a teacher in the elementary school systems. And so I'm, I'm really comfortable with children. But I just mm-hmm. go in and I do think this is a key and, and very important for people that have questions just like you. I go in knowing they'll want to write. And so I start with, you know, today you get to write a story about yourself. You 
If you don't oh. feel comfortable writing, you can draw a picture. Or you can even do doodles. And, of course, you could, I could see, because I think there were 27 kids in this classroom, and I looked out, and they were all smiling. And I thought, okay, I've got them. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're paying attention to me. And so I gave them permission not to have to write, you know, and that it wasn't yeah. going to be critiqued. And then I said, and I looked at the teacher, and she, she was fabulous. I looked at the teacher, and guess what? Your teacher can't read what you're going to write. Uh-huh. This is just for you. Yeah, so that brings and, that element to the element of sneakiness, and I get yep. to do what I want, yep. and nobody's yep. going to, yeah, great, great. And it, and it was so fun. And then and then I also said I had a handout that I gave them that said, and I said, I want you to write this in the front of your little book. Oh, I brought composition books for them. Nice, nice. Composition. I said, so this is what you're, what I'm going to encourage you to write in the very front page. And it, and I passed it out and they liked it. And it just said, please do not read this without my permission. Nice, nice. And, and so, so that piece that I think maybe you're asking about too, and, and others have asked me is that, really makes them know it's for them, not you. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah you know, and if wonderful. they want to share it, and then I did the same thing that I told you that I did with the teens. You know, I said, does anybody, you know, after we spent 10 minutes, I think we did, yeah. 10 minutes of writing, I didn't want to share. Again, lots of hands went up. And they wanted nice. to. And one little girl said, it was so sweet, I loved it. One little girl said, I'm going to go on a vacation this summer and I'm going to take my journal. <laughs> and, and I thought, I didn't even have to prompt for that. She just, she just did a very good job job with that. So That's kids, great. I love kids. And, and kids are just so open, you know. And as I said, yeah. but there is a very important part is, you know, not to be challenged in any way, not to be, not to be quote unquote, the teacher with a, with a red pen type of idea. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, no judgment. Um, yeah. Thank you. Your books are unique because starting with the um, live your dream and then celebrating your dream, each one of these books has a workbook companion. So you've got the live your dream, which already by itself, has great prompts and great examples and so a lot of background information about why it's important, inspirational stories. And then they have a companion book. So if somebody goes online and were to look up your books, it would look like there's two of each one, but one of them in each set is a workbook. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I'm, I'll give you the reason I did workbooks. <laughs> yeah. Whether, whether you want that reason or not, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> uh, I have a wonderful person in my life that happens to be my daughter-in-law. And uh, after I had done the book, she said something real simple like, it'd be fun to have this like as a workbook too. And I looked at her and I said, good idea. That was all I needed. <laughs> that's so all I, that it took. And then there's a workbook in existence. Because I, I knew, you know, just to take one notion from the Live Your Dream, I knew that it was very important for somebody starting off on a new dream, a new path, maybe a whole new idea about where their life could go by examining their beliefs. And so I thought, okay, that's, that's a very good workbook type of question. And then she went on to say that she loved her spelling workbook as a child. Mm. Mm. And I 
it clicked for me. Like a lot of kids, uh, and those were kids, a lot of children really did like the workbook because all they had to do was to give, you know, one quick answer and they didn't have to write a whole bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. Maybe not unlike your nephew, you know, he might like workbooks. A workbook, yeah, yeah. yeah, Because you don't have to do it. But so I took all the information, all the exercises, all the things that I had created for the workshop and and just made, um, you know, uh, it into a workbook format that simply, you know, what are your beliefs? Uh, you know, what, what, uh, and like one of the, the uh, tables of uh, tracking your use of time, uh, because that's a very important part. And, you know, just so it's, it's just a way to, to deepen the experience yeah, of yeah. Uh, what it's going to be. I like it because of Exactly. I like it because there's so many people who, and I'm I'm one of them. I should I should confess. I'll get to a bookstore and get into that section where you know all this great, wonderful psychology and self-help and motivation and poetry and you know I'll I'll just stand there and oh gee, what do I want to get into? What's going to be my next uh, uh, chapter of self-discovery? And I'll pull a book off the shelf and I go through it. But it's rare that I actually do it like it's intended, the full course. You know, it takes mm-hmm. it really takes some discipline to say, I'm going to do this for the next 12 weeks and, and actually follow mm-hmm. the uh, suggestions and prompts. And uh, even if I customize it a little bit, it's rare that I get through the whole thing. So it's, uh, and I, I think I share that experience with a lot of people. So having the workbook companion really helps break it down into pieces, and I think you've done that well. Well, and then a lot of people, exactly what you just said is just so right on, Nathan, thank you. And a lot of people will will tell me, and I, of course, relate to it as well, and that is it just gives them, um, you know, a way to make sure that they don't have any loose ends, you know, that, mm-hmm. uh, for instance, uh, I just opened up my uh, my workbook that I have right here in front of me, the Journaling for Joy book, and I opened to page 25, and, and uh, the caption is keeping a log for every occasion and then I give a short explanation then it has you know quite a few questions with blanks to ask like what am I dissatisfied with what Mm -hmm. do I feel unfulfilled about what areas would I like to assume more control over? So it gives you prompts, you know, yes, writing yes. prompts, so to speak, but they're journaling pro- prompts. And it's exactly what you said, you know, the personal growth aspect. And yes. I've been, uh, I, I always take it as a compliment that your, your books are very step-by-step. And I went, that's the way I designed them. <laughs> yes, they are. They're very step-by-step. And another factoid, I forgot to bring this up earlier, you know, Journaling for Joy, when did that come out? In the mid-1990s or what? 1991. (laughs) 1991 was when Mm -hmm. that book, your second book, came out, was the first book ever to have the the word journaling in the title. Uh That's pretty cool. It's it's so fun <laughs> to have that because <laughs> I, I, well, I just love that whole study of you know when did journal switch from being just a noun to also a verb you know like people are doing it people are engaging with it so um, I love that 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 year 1991 shows the uh, but the year that that book was published it kind of reflects that's what, you know, people wanted. That's what people needed. There was a, there was a need, a demand for it. So 
thank you for doing that. Yes, it's it's been the the book that has sold the most, the Drawing for Joy and the Drawing for Joy workbook. So, so that makes me know that uh, it's still popular and it's still being sold. And I just still I relevant. Yeah, I, I republished it with uh, myself published with uh, CreateSpace, the Amazon company. Yeah, just last mm-hmm. year. Yeah, so it's been republished awesome. and it's it's out there. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, I want to I want to share with people. Yeah, yeah. I want to share with people your chapter that you offered, and I want to do a little exercise, uh, writing exercise. But before we do that, can we take a quick break? Okay. All right, we'll be right back. You're listening to Journal Talk with Nathan Orne. If you're looking to reunite passion in some area of your life, or get clarity on an important decision or relationship issue, or get back in touch with your life's purpose. Nathan Oren offers one-on-one and group coaching sessions that guarantee you powerful insights that open new avenues for action or your money back. Get ready to turn your desire into concrete results. Contact Nathan at www.easyjournaling.com forward slash power insight to schedule your free consultation. Nathan has helped thousands of people turn their circumstances into advantage, muster courage to pursue the career of their dreams, jump off the fence of indecision, find strength to connect authentically with their loved ones, and rediscover life's meaning, creativity, and joy. Start today at www.easyjournaling.com forward slash power insight and put your dreams back on the front burner. Now back to more journal talk. Thanks for listening to Journal Talk. I'm Nathan Oren, your host, and I'm here today with Joyce Chapman. Joyce has devoted her adult life to empowering others, first as a teacher for the California public school system, and then later as director and developer of an innovative private school in San Diego, California, not far from where I'm at. In recent years, she's been a consultant, a speaker, a counselor, a coach, and an author of several books on journal writing and living your dreams. Um, And through a variety of these uh, books and public appearances and consultations, Joyce has encouraged thousands of people to awaken to a more productive and joyful way of life. Joyce, welcome back to the program. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for all you're doing. I wondered, before we get into the um, exercise, what you've worked in both public and private schools. Do you have any comment you would like to share on the on the differences or similarities about the emphasis or importance of uh, writing skills and those kinds of things, reading? Uh, absolutely. I one of the things that I think it was just natural for me to 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 live in the oh, I call it living in the question and. It was very natural for me, and I know that uh, mostly is to thank thank my parents for doing creating me to, with a person that had high self esteem <laughs> to to go in into all classrooms, just mm-hmm. knowing that the children were where they were. So I didn't have the expectation. So to answer, well, I could talk for days about education, as you can probably guess, and I still have very active part in, as an educator. I'm going to do a project that's coming up that I'll tell you in a second about. Okay. But one of the one of the things that I do know is that I always just met the child where they were. Mm. And so it wasn't that they, if they couldn't read, then 
that was that was my job to assist them to learn to read. You know that type wow, of thing. Wow! Wow! Uh huh. If they didn't like to write, I let them doodle and draw and even possibly go to the easels and paint pictures while the rest mm-hmm. of the people were writing. And out of that, and then, you know, I learned that I earned their trust. So then when I would like give, uh, everybody's going to write today. Everybody's going to, you know, uh, study this and we're going to be having some questions about it. I just created a, a you know, a safe environment, a safe learning environment. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm-hmm. what the kind of the main thing for all teachers to, to do is to create a safe environment and meet the child where, where he or she is. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. good advice just for anybody. I mean, aunts and uncles, uh, parents, Absolutely. anybody trying to um, make a positive impact on little ones, uh, gaining mm-hmm. trust and... And meeting them where they are, that's so, that's so wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Could you tell us your favorite, you've given us several already, but if you would walk us through one of your favorite journal writing exercises for people to try out at home tonight. <laughs> oh, that's a big invitation. <laughs> How many days do we have here? <laughs> okay, one page. This is, yeah, this is the seven-day journal writing course uh, uh, squished down into 40 minutes. <laughs> okay, so we could do that. Well, one of my very favorite is very simple, and it's to use the the idea of that your subconscious mind is always very active and, and ready to be accessed if you just invite it to, to play with you, so to speak. And an assignment that I love doing with, I, and I call them assignments, quote-unquote, you know, in, in the uh-huh. workshops that I do, is to... Take, ask the question, what am I most like in nature? And mm. just, you don't have to, you don't have to put on wonderful music, but you can, but just to simply invite, and I'm, I'm inviting our, our listeners right now, to ask yourself that question and close your eyes and allow, and I say allow, allow an image to come for you. So if, if you say that, what am I most like in nature? Close your eyes and allow an image to come. And when that image comes, you grab your pen. I'm, I'm one that says use pen and paper. You grab your pen and you start to write what you are most like in nature and see what, mm. what, what that says to you. And when you say what am I most like, like what, what my body or personality or my spirit kind of resembles in nature? Yes, exactly. And it's just, and I have, very, very honestly, I have never had anyone not get something that came through, you know, and it can be, and it can be even, you know, something, (laughs) oh, I'm going to interject this because it usually is also playful because someone will say, oh, I just got an image of a squirrel. I don't want to be a squirrel. <laughs> I don't want to be a squirrel. Why did that I don't come want up? A, I want to be an eagle, you know, or whatever, or I want to be a, a, a strong oak tree. But And, of course, as you know uh, from our previous connections, I just say, just go with it. You know, just trust that, you know, there is a message there. Yeah. And yeah. I, and as I said, uh, trust, again, it's trust. Just trust yeah. that there's a, I had 
the very first time I did that with with a group, as as I mentioned before, I always do the assignment with the group. I had an image that has stayed with me, and I think it's probably been about 35 years now that has stayed with me, that that is very true. That is what I am like in nature, and it was simply a geyser. What mm. am I most like? And I got this just immediate image of a, you know, a geyser shooting out from the earth. And, and mm-hmm. it has uh, mm-hmm. been a very, um, it's been a catalyst for me. It's been a, like, okay, you know, you, you can't stop. You can't put a stopper in a geyser. Does it surprise you? <laughs> Just keeps on pouring out. You are. You're, you're a geyser of creativity and knowledge. And, I love know, to create. I love great. to share. I, I love being alive. You know, so it's very good. And, yeah. and as I said, and every single time I lead a group and do and. I don't always do that exercise, but do that ex- when I do do that exercise, it's just it is magical, and that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons I I use the word magical about journaling because it's like yeah. there is there is that information in, in within us. Yes, yeah, very good. Thank you for sharing that, Joyce. I'd like to if you want to introduce your uh, chapter. So this is uh, chapter eight of the book Journaling for Joy, and then uh, that'll be a free download for people, for Journal Talk listeners uh, listening in. uh, We'll give the uh, information for that. And then tell us about the newly released book. There's a lot of of information there. Uh, Introduce the chapter for us so we get a sense of what it is and what to do with it. It's kind of like the prompt you just gave because it, it really talks about sparking the imagination and using material from your subconscious. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it says, I, I, I do like the title. Of that, uh, and it's, the title is Tap Into Your Inner Knowing, Opening the Power of the Subconscious. And I'm going to, I do have the book right in front of me. I'm going to read one of the opening lines because I don't think I could improve on it. So I'm going to borrow, I'm going to borrow one of my opening lines. All right. It simply says, astronomers use telescopes to explore the re- reservoirs of space and see the revelation of the stars. Journal writing is a telescope to explore the universe of our subconscious mind. Ooh. And, and that's exactly what I believe. I love that opening line. You're right. You can't do much to improve on that. But tell us the universe of yourself. Wow. Wow. I love it. So that's available for free. Easyjournaling.com slash journaling for joy. And that'll be chapter eight of that book. And if you want more of it, of course, it's available on Amazon. And we'll get your website here in just a moment, Joyce. Tell us what, what else you've got cooking. What's the, what's the latest and greatest? <laughs> the latest is not new, but it's it's new now. <laughs> it's new again. Uh, it's new again. <laughs> well, you we talked you know initially about the Live Your Dream book, and in the Live Your Dream workshops, and then in the Live Your Dream book, I have a section that's about noticing, and I call it, and I did that many years ago, <laughs> all those years ago, the art of observation. Because I realized, and it's nothing new, Nathan, and as our listeners here, they go, well, I, I know that. It's nothing mm-hmm. new, but one of the things that makes your your life uh, the way you want it to be is to pay attention. And for me, that was noticing. And so yeah. I led 
led the group to notice. And, and I, I never heard anybody, well, you know, you get a notice, a notice to move, a notice to pay a bill, a notice. So, you know, the word notice is, is just, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever looked it up. But I'm you know, getting my third notice right now. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> right. It's like, okay, I just got noticed that I should make I better pay here. attention. <laughs> I better pay attention. And if something isn't fitting, you better pay attention. So yeah, yeah. Like a, and as I said, I, I labeled it the art of observation because it was just fun. It was playful. And yeah. so in 1999, I self-published a notice and journal and another part of the series, a deck of cards that has 310 cards that have notice ideas. And then I also created a book that I called a flip book because it was a little spiral bound book. So mm-hmm. just last month and this month, I have republished the Notice and Journal, the workbook, and it has 92 different uh, invitations and I can read one of them to you if you'd like me to, okay, sure. uh, to journal about. And then to just finish the statement about the other book that is going to be out next week. I have the proof right here in my hand. Okay. Uh, it's a companion book and it has 457 notice tips. So, so you won't, so you won't run out of things to notice. Yeah. <laughs> you get to the end of that. I bet if you get to the end of that and start all over, it'll be a completely different book. The second time around. <laughs> you definitely. Well, I had a compliment. I, I'll tell you in a second. I have a nice compliment that that I am going to tell you after I gave her the uh, notice and journal, the workbook, because she had never done any journaling. And I said, would you like to start off with a book? And her smile on her face was, oh, I like to do that. Do I just have to fill in the blanks? And I said, yeah, you just have to fill in the blanks. And then I jokingly, but but honestly said, yes. of course, they'll tell the truth, right? And, and yes. she laughed. <laughs> so, so I just opened my uh, notice, and, uh, notice and journal book to a page that I, I like a lot. It's page 95, and the notice, uh, I call it an invitation. The notice invitation is to ask yourself, notice what I celebrate. Mm. And then it has a series of questions and a little introductory line. So it leads you to taking a look at, you know, what your habit of celebrating is and and what causes you to celebrate. And Mm. one of the components of all journaling that I do, we haven't talked about, is to always reread what you've written and give yourself a feedback statement. And so in this notice in journal, it has the last section of each Notice tip, I call them. <laughs> notice tip is a feedback statement. And the feedback statements say simply, what did I notice about my responses and what they're saying to me? I love that. Of the moments that I'm feeling like celebrating. And then two other comments that can literally change your life because you can shift your perception of, of in this case, celebration. What conclusions can I draw? What actions, if any, are suggested? Love so, that. Love that. Yeah, it works. We're taking it out, <laughs> taking it out into the world. Beautiful. I love. You know, anyone who's listened to this program for you know longer than a few episodes will know that I so resonate with that message. That journaling is so much about noticing, and I I have altered a lot a lot of the uh, coaching that I do 
When I offer prompts based on what people are going through, I often will add that, almost always I add that, that ending. It's like a second, like a follow-up prompt. What did I notice about myself while I was writing this? You know, so yeah. the ultimate noticing of noticing what you're, what you're writing about and how you're feeling while you're writing it. Mm-hmm. And and I know that you know this, Nathan, but maybe not all the listeners know it. And then you become, I, I so believe this is true. You are in conversation with yourself. Self, you, yeah. And you're, yeah. and you're listening to yourself. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And yeah. ideally, <laughs> this is the part that does bring a smile sometimes. Ideally, <laughs> if there's time to change, you'll change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you're you're getting all the pieces of yourself in support mm-hmm. of what mm-hmm. you want and and what direction you want to go in. So mm-hmm. you can't help. You can't help. You wouldn't be able to stop it. No, you <laughs> you really can't. And it's just like you know. And a compliment that I often receive, and I love sharing it, and that is. You're just so alive, <laughs> and I love hearing that because I know that one of the reasons I am so alive is because I'm always paying attention to my life, and I'm always paying yes. attention to, uh, it's all about growth. Do you mind telling people your age? <laughs> no, I love telling I, I told two people last night that I it was reintroduced to. I'm 82 years young. Woohoo! And I'm better than I've ever been. <laughs> 82 and fully alive and journaling. Fully alive that's, that's and I great. have uh, wonderful, wonderful people in my life and family members that uh, love that I'm always learning and growing and changing. And it's a part of, it's part of the journey. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Where can people reach you? What's the best way to get in touch with you if they want to hear more, if they want to have you come and speak or do some, do some any other kind of coaching? What's the best way to reach you? The the best and easiest way is just, when I say simply, go to my website. And also I have a Facebook public page, but the website also has, you know, the the icon to click for the Facebook page. So my website is my name, JoyceChapman.com. Okay, easy as pie. Uh Beautiful. Joyce, thank you so, so much. Is there any... Is there anything else you would like to have the listening audience consider before we say goodbye? Yes, yes and no. Just just try, you know, just journal. Just trust that uh, you have the answers within you and become your own problem solver, become your own inspiration and, you know, tap into the creativity that uh, is, is a gift that we all have. And yeah. some people, and one of the things that I love working with all ages, as you mentioned, is that there is no right age to begin yeah. If you if you're I I once had a woman and I thought she was so old. This was probably about forty years ago. She was eighty three that came to my to a workshop and, uh-huh. and I thought, Oh my god, she's an old lady <laughs> 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 And she said, When you journal you just really get to meet yourself You know, and I'm going I'm looking at this beautiful woman uh, and going, Isn't that fun that she is seeing that? Just that she's never journaled. Wow. Wow. And at 83, she's, she's mm-hmm. able to see it. Yep. That's wonderful. Yeah. So there's no age. And, and I have a two. I'd love to tell you more about her. I have a little two-year-old in my life that is now painting and telling us what she's painting. And we're writing down her thoughts. 
Nice, nice. So it's like starting them really early. She doesn't know it, but she's journaling. (laughs) Yes. Joy, thank you so, so much. I really appreciate your time and all that you've done and shared and continue sharing. And you are an inspiration to me. Thank you very much, Nathan. And keep on with what you're doing. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to you soon. This episode of Journal Talk is copyright and brought to you by Write for Life, a web resource for living with passion, clarity, and purpose through journal writing. Find us online at www.writeforlife.us, spelled W-R-I-T-E, the number four, L-I-F-E dot U-S. Thanks again for listening to Journal Talk. Da, da, da.